All right, you guys, I want to know something. Have you taken the challenge yet? You know what I'm talking about. The Sierra Cell 14-Day Challenge. If you haven't, I want you to take the challenge, especially if you're experiencing joint pain or if you want to reduce delayed onset muscle soreness after a hard workout. Sierra Cell is a great product. I've been using it for a long time now, and I'm extremely happy with it, which is why I'm bringing it to you on this podcast. Sierra Cell Health is a company with a vision to help 1 million or more people live healthier and more active lives. And one way they accomplish that is with Joint Formula 14. Since Sierra Cell started sponsoring Cut the Crap Podcast, many of you guys listening have taken the Sierra Cell 14-Day Challenge and found that the product actually works. I'm telling you guys. I'm not lying to you. I've used this product, which is why I want to bring it to you. And as many of you have tried it yourself, you now see the benefits of Sierra Cell. So if you're sitting out there and you're experiencing joint pain or if you feel really, really sore after a hard workout and you want to try the product or if you know people in your life who do have hard workouts and feel a lot of pain or have joint pain, absolutely 100% recommend this product to them. Joint Formula 14, it does work. I can vouch for it and many of you listeners can vouch for it as well too. So try the Sierra Cell 14-day challenge today and if you don't notice better mobility and less stiffness, they will give you your money back, 100% guaranteed. So not only are they giving you a money back guarantee, but when buying online, just use the coupon code CUTTHECRAP and get 15% off. Now, I know many of you guys are going in-store to your local health store and buying this, but hey, if you guys want to buy it online, you can get 15% off. So just use Cut the Crap and you'll get 15% off right away. If not, of course, you know, go ahead and support your local store by all means. But definitely give the Sierra Cell 14-day challenge a try by going to sierracil.com. That's S-I-E-R-R-A-S-I-L.com. That's sierracil.com. Filler in business books and audiobooks takes up time that you don't have. You're here because you want the golden nuggets from each book without all the BS. The more you learn, the more power you have to affect the world around you. This is the Cut the Crap Podcast. Never read a book again. And here's your host, Ryan Caligiuri. What's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of Cut the Crap Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Caligiuri. I'm very excited about today's book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. It's a classic book, a classic book. And while it's not necessarily a business book. It's definitely a book that I believe every business person should read because it's our mindset that we bring to every single activity, every single strategy, every single day. When we get up in the morning and we go into work or we're running our business, the mentality that we bring to every single task is a huge factor in terms of how successful we are. And so I think there's a lot of really good golden nuggets from this book that we can put into practice to help ensure that our minds are tuned correctly to ensure that we are setting ourselves up for success rather than for failure. So if you guys want the golden nuggets from this one summarized, definitely go to cutthecrappodcast.com, sign up for your weekly summaries, and that way I'll send you the summary in your inbox every Monday morning so that you also have all of these condensed golden nuggets in written form in a PDF. So go to cutthecrappodcast.com and definitely sign up for that. But before we crack into this one, I just want to quickly frame the book for you. In case you don't know who Napoleon Hill is or where Think and Grow Rich came from, Napoleon Hill was on an assignment where he interviewed Andrew Carnegie. Now, Andrew Carnegie is a very famous philanthropist and industrialist, and Andrew challenged Napoleon Hill to interview many other successful individuals to understand what the secret to success was. 
And so Napoleon Hill had his mission, and that's exactly what he did. He followed up with interviews of Alexander Graham Bell, Luther Burbank, Thomas Edison, um, Henry Ford, Edwin C. Barnes, who's also an associate of Thomas Edison, and many, many others. Different politicians, inventors, writers, captains of industry, you name it. He interviewed some of the world's richest individuals. And the result of that, the output, is Think and Grow Rich. Today, the book has sold over 100 million copies, which is why I'm so excited to cover this one. I read this book so many years ago and continue to read this almost periodically. Every few years, I pick up this book and read it over and over again because it's just such a good reminder. So I'm excited to finally cover this one on Cut the Crap Podcast so we have the condensed version of this book. So enough chit-chat about this. Let's break right into this one. Golden nugget number one. Desire is the starting point to all achievement. Now, it might be stating the obvious, but growing rich starts with desire. You have to want to do it. You have to want to achieve it. Now, the desire discussed here isn't simply just wishing for something and hoping something comes about. Instead, it's an intense, burning obsession which must be coupled with a plan and persistence in sticking to that plan. Now, Napoleon Hill presents a six-part method to ensure that this is the type of desire you're starting with. You need that right type of desire to be successful. So his six-step plan is first, you want to fix in your mind the exact amount of money you desire. So if you want 50, 100, 250, $1 million, whatever it is, you have to fix that amount in your mind. Number two, determine exactly what you intend to give for this money. You can't just hope for money and expect it to come to you. You actually have to have a vehicle in which you're going to achieve that money. Are you going to start your own consulting practice? Are you going to pick up a new product? Are you going to take two jobs? What are you going to do to get that money? Number three, establish a definite date by which you intend to acquire the money. So you have to set something in your mind. You have to crystallize it and say, listen, by the end of this year, I'm going to achieve this amount of money. And you're going to force yourself to stick to that goal, that date. So again, number three, pick a date. Number four, create a definite plan to acquire the money and take the first step immediately. So now you know how much you want. You know what you're going to trade in exchange for that money, whether it's time or consulting services or a product, whatever it is. Next, you have a date by which you're going to achieve it by. Now you need to make a plan. So I'm going to deliver 30 resumes to 30 companies. I'm going to call 40 different companies to get, um, you know, one client or two clients. Whatever it is, you have to have a plan now in terms of how you're going to carry it out. Number five, put the four items that I just mentioned into a clear, concise sentence describing each part. Now, why do you do that? The reason you do that is because in number six, you're going to read this statement aloud twice daily in the morning and at night. Now, you're doing that to continually remind yourself what it is you're trying to achieve, the amount of money you want, what you're going to do to get that money, the date that you're going to get that money by, and how you're going to achieve it. You need to continuously ingrain this in your mind so you don't forget, so you're always focused, you're always on point, you know exactly what it is you have to do and what you're going to do and when you're going to get it by. Now, the principle here is that desire has a way to transmute, or another word is transform, into its physical equivalent. This is the beginning of the key principle of think and grow rich, that the subconscious mind acts beneath the surface to accomplish what it is directed to do. Now, I love this golden nugget. This is a really good one, and this is a great one to start off with because so many of us, we want to achieve something in life, and yet, why can't we do it? Why does it take so long? Because the distractions in life distract us, very simply. And we need to ensure that we're focused, we're on point, and that we know exactly what it is we want, 
how we're going to achieve it, what we're going to do to get that money. And we have to remind ourselves day and night. This is why step one and step six are so important. When I started this podcast, you guys, when I started this podcast, I did the exact same thing. I had to affix in my mind exactly what it was I was going to do. I didn't know what the hell I was going to do to start off. I didn't know the software I was going to get. I didn't know the right microphone. I didn't know how I was going to sound, how I was going to edit it, what I was going to do to promote it, all these different details. But because I just wrote it down, I knew exactly what I wanted to achieve and I just reminded myself day in, day out what I was going to do, I eventually achieved it. Now, this is a small achievement. It's starting a show. Now, I have other goals in my mind that are actually sitting here right on my desk that I read day in and day out that I'm going to achieve. And because I remind myself of this every single day, my mind is affixed to that. So I want you guys to do that yourselves. If you have something that you want to achieve, a certain amount of money, a certain goal, whatever it is, I want you to write that down. Follow step one through step six and definitely, definitely do this. This is If you do anything from this episode, it's golden nugget number one. Golden nugget number two, visualize and believe in attaining your desire. So of course, the subconscious mind has to believe that something is possible in order for it to act on it. Faith is an interesting concept because we all have different ideas in terms of what faith is and what faith isn't. But in this context, Napoleon Hill defines faith as a state of mind which may be induced or created by affirmation of repeated instructions to the subconscious mind. He goes on to say that repetition of affirmation of orders to your subconscious mind is the only known method of voluntary development of the emotion of faith. So what does he mean by this? What he's saying is that to attain your desire, you need faith. And to build faith, you have to continually reaffirm your plan that we mentioned in Gold Nugget 1 to yourself so much so that you convince yourself that you're going to achieve it. So through this process, what you're going to do is you're going to shut off that little voice in your head that says you can't do it. Napoleon Hill believes that without this process, the negativity of the world from your peers, from just external circumstances, they're going to creep in and distract you and convince you that it's not possible to achieve what you want. So to shut that off, you need to continually reaffirm your mission to shut that little voice up. Now, if you're listening to what I'm saying and you're somewhat doubtful because it sounds kind of fluffy and you're not into that kind of thing, then I completely understand. Then I'll give you an example from outside of the book to help prove this point. It's been well established that consciously choosing to exhibit confident body language when you are in fact not feeling confident at all will actually make you feel more confident. How many times have you started feeling less confident and all of a sudden you changed your body? You brought your shoulders back, your head went higher, and all of a sudden you felt more confident. Have you ever felt that before? If not, maybe you need to try. I've talked about this in previous episodes of Cut the Crap Podcast where body language makes you feel differently. Tony Robbins is a self-help guru who talks about this stuff all the time. He always says your physiology determines your psychology. Talk to any sales trainers as well too. They'll tell people that, you know what, if you're going into cold calls and your shoulders are slumped, you're looking down, you know, you're not feeling powerful, they say, snap out of it. Get yourself a power pose. Pull your chest back, shoulder blades back, head held up high, breathing deeply, standing up. You know, maybe your hands are both on your hips, Superman pose. And that by itself, having that kind of confident body language will help you slowly start to feel more confident. So that's the whole purpose here. The idea is that a conscious choice influences your subconscious, which in turn directly and immediately causes a change in outcomes in the external world. It's very interesting. 
So Napoleon Hill recommends deceiving your subconscious in a similar way by acting as if you have already achieved whatever it is you're instructing your subconscious mind to do. So that's why in golden nugget number one, I'm recommending that you write it out and you read it daily because what you're trying to do is you're trying to tell your subconscious, listen, this is the kind of money that we're going to get. This is where we're going to get it from. This is how we're going to make it. And this is when we're going to make it by. And you have to continually reaffirm that decision to yourself. And through this continual reaffirmation of your desire, you're going to be able to see it. You're going to be able to believe it. And you're going to develop faith that you can achieve it. It's so incredibly important to any entrepreneur, anybody out there, if you're a marketer and you're trying to push forward a new marketing campaign, if you're a salesperson trying to fill your pipeline, again, if you're an entrepreneur trying to build a business, you have to have faith that what you're doing is going to work. Without it, you may as well not even begin. Golden nugget number three, use auto-suggestion to influence your subconscious mind. Simply put, auto-suggestion is the practice of communicating to yourself using your conscious mind for the purpose of convincing your subconscious mind. Now, as humans, we can exercise complete control over what reaches our subconscious mind. Problem is, most of us don't do that. Napoleon Hill says that exercising this control requires two things, conscious attention and faith. He presents to us repetitive visualization as the best method of accomplishing this mixture. So by repetitive visualization, he means actually picturing the appearance of whatever it is you're trying to achieve, a specific amount of money, a vehicle, a certain result, whatever it is, you have to continue picturing this in your mind. Eventually, what's going to happen is that this will cue your subconscious to hand over specific plans to begin to make it happen. I know that kind of sounds fluffy, guys. Trust me, I get it. But it's all about seeing it first in the mind. Like, you know what they say, if you see it in the mind, you'll go there in the physical. Napoleon Hill recommends that twice a day, morning and night, you close your eyes and you say out loud what it is you're trying to obtain, when you intend to obtain it by, and how you intend to obtain it. In addition, he states that you must write this statement down, place it where you'll see it in the morning and at night, and commit it to memory. Again, this is coming back from golden nugget number one. He wants you to put this written statement out, maybe put it bedside, maybe put it on your bed. You read it first thing in the morning, you put it there during the day, and you come back to it at night. Not a bad idea. This is the core of Think and Grow Rich, combining desire with faith to successfully auto-suggest achievements to your subconscious mind. Golden nugget number four, attain specialized knowledge. Now, this is a short one, but it's incredibly important that I have to mention. So Hill says that general knowledge itself is useless in accumulating wealth, and I could not agree with him more. You must have specific knowledge and skills in order to add value and be paid for it. Now, while this is a commonly misunderstood principle, it should be fairly clear to anyone that general education does not correlate with wealth. Instead, specific knowledge applied to specific tasks is what actually leads to money. Now, if you go to school, you come out of school with a general education, you're going to go into the working world and you're going to get paid a fair wage for having no specialization. It's at that point in time that once you get out into the working world, you have to decide what your area of specialization is and go deep in it because that's how you're going to get paid more. Take, for example, a contractor. Um, If I hire a general contractor to finish my basement, he's going to get paid, you know, a, a fair wage. Now, if I hire somebody who specializes in finishing basements, they're going to get paid more money because that's their area of specialty. They specialize solely in finishing basements and as such, they can command a higher premium. That's just the way the world works. 
The same as if you're in marketing, if you're in sales, if you're a sales professional and you're generally good at sales, you'll get paid a fair wage. But if you're a sales professional who specializes in doing, uh, you know, cold calling, uh, demand gen, whatever it is in the technology industry for companies that are medium sized, then you know what? You're probably going to command a higher rate because you just have an area of specialization that's more rare. You see what I mean? This is such an important point, whether you're a professional, an individual, or a business. The same is true for business. There are so many businesses out there that want to keep you know, a very broad understanding in terms of what they can do, their level of services, the industries they serve. They want to have the ability to do so much. That actually hurts them in the end because they don't have a specific niche. They're not talking specifically to someone or a specific industry. And so that hurts them. There's an old saying in business strategy, and it's pick a niche and get rich. You have to pick a niche, whether you are an individual or a business. Just one of those very simple rules of thumb from the world of business strategy that you have to incorporate. If you want to get rich, you have to have specialized knowledge. Golden nugget number five, to overcome procrastination, just decide to overcome procrastination. So one cause of failure stood out to Hill above all the others in his analysis of successful and unsuccessful people. It's the lack of decision. He claims that without exception, all successful people have the habit of making decisions promptly and of changing them slowly. People who have no desire of their own are heavily influenced by the opinions of others and are not likely to succeed. Great accomplishments come from courageous decisions. The ability to decide quickly comes from knowing what it is you want, and it is that ability that defines leadership. As Napoleon Hill states in the book, the world has the habit of making room for the men and women whose words and actions show that he or she knows where they are going. It's very simple. Have you ever just sat down and decided in your mind, said, you know what, I'm going to make a decision that tonight... Tonight, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and I'm not going to bed until it gets done. Or do you just approach it lackadaisically and say, well, tonight I probably should get this done. There's a big difference between should and I'm going to, and you make a concrete decision. I don't know about you guys. I, I, I kind of feel silly making this point, but it's so true. Just the ability to decide gives me power to finish it. So here's an example for you. When I go running... And I feel exhausted. Um, in my mind, I'm just like, I'm going to run until I get tired. And then I'm just going to stop running when I feel like I'm tired. But when I actually decide and say, you know what, Ryan? I'm telling, talking to myself. You're like a crazy person. I say, you know what, Ryan? You are not going to stop. You are going to finish this entire path that you run. And you're not going to stop. Despite the fact that you're going to get tired, you might slow down. But you are not going to stop running. I wanted to test this out. And I just decided and because I made the decision, for some reason, my mind, my body, everything followed in place. And it was just like, I decided. I can't stop. Something as simple as making a decision is sometimes all you need to get that follow through. I don't know. Again, try it out, guys. Does it work for you? It worked for me. Maybe it won't work for you. I don't know. But definitely give it a try. It's something that Napoleon Hill noticed and something that he decided was important enough to share in the book. So I tried it out myself, found it worked. So if it works for you, fantastic. But I definitely, definitely want you to actually make a decision. When you're getting something done, don't just, you know, I should do this or, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll see what happens. No, decide that you're going to do it and let's see if you actually get it done. Golden nugget number six, persistence is needed to unlock faith. Many people fail at their first attempt. 
They might fail on their 20th attempt, their 50th attempt, their 100th attempt. But the simple fact is that the 100th failed attempt proves their dedication and this strength of desire will ensure they succeed at some point in the future. Now, because many people fail on their first attempt, they claim that the challenge is too tough for them. And as a result, these people barely ever succeed. In order to succeed, there should be an unwavering quality to the desire. In other words, if you want it, you'll do anything to spend as long as it takes to make sure that your desire becomes a reality. Now, the addition of willpower to desire is the basis of persistence, which must be applied to the other principles in this book in order to get what you want. Persistence is a state of mind that can be cultivated by having the definiteness of purpose, desire, independence, certainty of plans, accurate knowledge, cooperation, willpower, and habit. Now, when it comes down to it, what Napoleon Hill is saying here is that you need persistence in order to unlock faith. All of the previous golden nuggets are required in order to get persistent. You have to truly believe what it is you're doing, but you need focus. You need to have focus on your plan. You need to believe in your plan. You need to consistently reaffirm your plan to yourself and say, baby, this is exactly what I'm doing. And I might fail the first time, 20th time, 50th time, but my plan is so concrete in my head and I believe I'll achieve it one day that that's what drives persistence. That's what drives faith. You need that to become successful. Far too many entrepreneurs, far too many marketers, salespeople, they give up too often. All these clients that I've worked with who try to set up these sales programs, these marketing programs, they give up on their first try and it blows me away. Why would you give up on your first try? Do you think that anyone who ever achieved anything in life got it on their first try? Good luck. Your first try, you're a rookie. You don't even know what you're doing and you expect to succeed? The audacity of you to think that you're that good, to think that you're going to succeed on your first time, you're out of your mind. You're out of your mind. To be honest with you guys, the only thing that you need to do is just keep moving forward. That's it. You're going to be crappy the first time you make that phone call. You're going to be crappy the first time you set up that business. You have so much to learn. And that's something that all my mentors told me. Listen, don't be hard on yourself. Just keep plugging away. Keep moving forward. And eventually you will learn enough to become really great at what it is you're doing. Persistence is needed to unlock faith. But you're not going to get there unless you keep moving forward. Even in the face of failure, even in the face of disbelief, even in the face of you not believing yourself, just keep moving forward and eventually you're going to get small wins that'll give you the fuel to keep moving forward. I cannot stress that enough. Persistence is required for all types of success, but especially in this case, it's needed to unlock faith. All right, bonus nugget. Using online channels to build your mastermind. So we're going to get into the mastermind in the next golden nugget. But before then, let's do this bonus nugget. So this bonus nugget, you guys, it's brought to you by none other than Modern Earth Web Design. The way you interact with your customers has changed. Traditional forms of marketing, they're just not as effective as they once were. And the folks at Modern Earth, they want to know if you're doing enough to keep pace with your competition. Because Modern Earth Web Design, they're experts at online marketing and can help you lead the way in your industry with active blog and social media management, ongoing search engine optimization, and targeted pay-per-click advertising campaigns on Facebook, Twitter, Google, and more. Visit modernearth.net to set up a no-obligation consultation to see what online marketing can do for your website and your business. That's modernearth.net, solutions for an online world. 
All right, so the folks at Modern Earth, they want to give you a tool to help you begin setting up your mastermind. And like I said, in the next Golden Nugget, I'm going to go into more detail about what that mastermind is. But you can take this bonus nugget into that next one. So the idea here is that they want you to leverage social networks to connect with people who have similar goals and ideas to you. Join a networking group. Platforms like meetup.com, what they do is they help you find your people by allowing you to create a profile and indicate what your interests are. From there, you're presented with different groups that may be of interest to you, whether they're business-focused or recreational-focused, whatever it is, they're there to help you achieve your goals, whatever it is you're trying to do. There's a different meetup group for absolutely everybody. Seriously, go to meetup.com and just do a search. There's a whole assortment of people, whether it's sales-focused, marketing-focused, new product, service, delivery-focused, whatever it is, there's a group there for you. Now, why do you want to set up a group? Why do you want to join a group? What's the purpose? The whole idea here is that you want a group to help add diversity. You want to have a group that's going to give you new ideas. And especially if you've exhausted your inner circle, you want more stimulus from people who maybe have different ways of thinking, who have done different strategies, who have solved different problems before, who have new ideas that can make you better. This is a great way to help you begin setting up your mastermind. And I absolutely love, love, love this idea in terms of how to begin setting up your mastermind. So take this golden nugget into the next golden nugget, and it'll definitely help you at the very end set up your own mastermind group. Thank you so much to Modern Earth Web Design for this awesome bonus nugget. Again, that website, you guys, is modernearth.net. Golden nugget number seven, develop a mastermind of experts. This is one of my most favorite golden nuggets because this is something that I've pretty much subscribed to for so many years now. I know that by myself, I can be good, but together with so many other people, I can be great. With other people, I'm able to think about different things and have new things come into my mind that I would have never thought about. This is something that I learned when I was learning how to innovate, when I was learning how to create new products, new services, new offers. I learned the importance of diversity. It's so much easier to come up with new ideas when you have people from other backgrounds, from different biases. They have likes, dislikes. When you have a group of other people working with you, it just makes you that much better because they bring you so much more stimulus and things that you've never even thought about before. This is the idea behind a mastermind. A mastermind group will offer you a combination of different brainstorming activities, education, peer accountability, and support in a group setting that will sharpen your business and personal skills. Mastermind groups, they will help you become better at achieving your level of success because it's going to help you stay on task, on point, and most importantly, keep you accountable. Participants in mastermind groups, they challenge each other to set powerful goals and to accomplish them. I love the idea of putting together a mastermind group, and if you don't have one, you need one. If you're a marketer, you need a mastermind group to come up with new ideas for new campaigns, new messages you can go to market with. If you're in sales, you need a mastermind group of different sales professionals who can help you understand different techniques, different strategies, different ways of communicating with the marketplace. If you're an entrepreneur, you need other entrepreneurs who have been there, done that. People have more experience than you because you're going to learn from them. They're going to be able to take you across the chasm and accelerate your learning curve. They're a catalyst for your growth. I can't overemphasize the importance of a mastermind group. My ability to learn about different marketing strategies, sales strategies, innovation, all came about because I had a mastermind group. You need one if you're going to take your skills to the next level. Now, this goes back to the previous golden nugget. If you want to specialize, then you need to befriend people who are already in that specialty or people who know better than you. 
By developing a mastermind of experts, you can become a specialist. You will be able to learn more and faster. Listen, obviously you can tell by the passion of my voice that I am a big advocate of mastermind groups. You need a mastermind group. And this is why Napoleon Hill focused on this. In the book, he talks a little bit about how he didn't have people in his life. So he did a lot of meditation. He closed his eyes and he imagined himself at a boardroom table with all these other experts like Thomas Edison and all these other inventors and businessmen that helped coach him. And in his mind, he imagined them coaching him through all these different challenges. And while that's good, that was way back. That was 100 years ago. But now with podcasts and YouTube and videos and all this access to content, we don't need that anymore. We don't need to sit here and imagine anymore. All we have to do is go to Google, go online, and get information from experts. Listen, if you want to become a great social media expert, then follow people who are leading the way. And just surround yourself with their content. Just obsess over their content, over their messages. And then reach out to them. Reach out to them and see if they have coaching courses or read their books. Whatever it is you have to do, just surround yourself with their expertise. And then that will rub off on you. But to be honest with you, I mean, that's the beginning point. The next step is to actually have a group of people that you can bounce ideas off of. That's where the true power of this mastermind group comes in. So if you have people in your local chamber of commerce, if you have people in your local um, you know, uh, marketing chapter, sales chapter, if a chapter doesn't exist, maybe put one together yourself. The action to take from this, you guys, is to put together a mastermind group. It could be three, four, five people, whatever it is. Just start now and start a collaborative you know, monthly session where you guys debate different tactics, different strategies, different things you've done to solve problems. It's going to accelerate your learning and your potential to earn more dramatically. And hey, you know what? Here's something for you. I'll put this out here for you guys. If you want to develop a mastermind group and you want to put me in your mastermind group, 100% take me up on this offer. Send me an email, ryan.calajuriatme.com and throw me in your mastermind group. I would love to be a part of that group. Seriously, you guys, throw it out to me. I would be surprised. You know what's funny too? I'm going to put this challenge out to you guys and maybe only a handful of you guys are only going to do it. So I'm challenging you guys. Put me in your mastermind group. I dare you. Throw me an email, ryan.calajuriatme.com. I look forward to being flooded with your emails, you guys. Bring it to me. Let's go. All right, my friends, there we have it. Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, a classic book. And I know a lot of business people think this book is a little bit fluffy because it talks about, you know, the idea of the mind and how you need your mind right to be successful. And can you really disagree with that? I mean, come on. Can you really disagree with that? If your mind isn't in the right spot, chances are your behaviors, your actions, they won't be in the same spot too. So get your mind right to get your success right. Very simple. I love this book because it helps us focus on the importance of thinking properly before we get into anything. And I truly, truly believe in the message, the core golden nuggets that come from this book. Love this one. Hope you guys really liked it too and hope you can take away a few things from this. Like I said, if there's anything you take away from this, take away golden nugget number one. That's just an easy golden nugget that you can use to really drive something forward to see some sort of benefit to start you on that right path. Another one though, love the mastermind group. I challenge you guys, absolutely, put me in your mastermind group. I will be surprised if I get at least... 10 emails because I just don't think a lot of you guys want to put together a mastermind group or maybe you just don't want to get better. Just putting out a few jabs here trying to provoke you guys. But seriously, you guys, I'm offering you this uh, opportunity for you guys. Throw me in your mastermind group. Let's do this. If you want to get better at sales, marketing, innovation, strategy management, whatever it is, I come with a whole wealth of experience and I can definitely, definitely add something 
to uh, to your repertoire. So 100% throw me an email, you guys, ryan.calajuryatme.com. Also, guys, if you want the summary from this episode, go to cutthecrappodcast.com. Sign up for the uh, summaries on the homepage there. All I need is your first name, last name, and email address, and I'll make sure you get that every single week. All right, my friends, thank you so much for joining me again this week. It's always, always, always a pleasure. Can't wait to get back here next week with a brand new business book and brand new golden nuggets. You guys have an awesome, productive week. Take it easy. I love you guys. Later. Now, why would we pay somebody only $4 an hour? They're not very valuable to the marketplace. Now, we've got to make that distinction to the marketplace. Might be a valuable brother, a valuable member of the community, valuable member of the church, valuable member in the sight of God, to the human family, of course, those kind of values. But to the marketplace, which is called what? Reality. Reality is, if you're not very valuable, you don't get much money. Those are called the facts. I mean, that's how that is. Well, then how do you get more money? Simple answer. Somebody says, well, I'll go on strike for more. Well, here's a major problem with that. Here's a major problem with that. You can't get rich by demand. Somebody says, well, I'm waiting for a raise. I'm telling you, it's easier to climb than to wait for a raise. Why not just become more valuable rather than wait? I'm telling you, that's the key to all good things. Becoming more valuable. Why would we pay somebody $400 an hour? They've become more valuable to the marketplace. See how this works? I'm telling you, this stuff is so easy. This is America. This is a ladder. <laughs> How far is it from four to five? I'm telling you, it's not far. Four to five dollars an hour? If you work for McDonald's, haul out the trash, they'll pay you five dollars an hour. If you whistle while you haul out the trash, they'll pay you five dollars an hour. I'm telling you. You'll get an extra dollar just for a good attitude. Yay, McDonald's. Wear the hat. <laughs> Incredible. Five dollars. And then you just keep becoming more valuable, more valuable, more valuable. I got a telephone call five years ago. Company said, we're ready to expand internationally. We need some help. I was sort of semi-retired. Right? Looking for the next exotic beach. They said, no, no, Mr. Rohn. We got a project for you. Right? Going to expand internationally. We could use your help. Next little while, we'll add some millions to your fortune, make it worth your while. I said, okay. I thought later, isn't that interesting that they called me? My second thought was, of course they'd call me. Who else would they call? I mean, you know, I can get the job done. Now, how come? How come I got a telephone call worth millions? I had become valuable. Now, I'm a farm boy from Idaho. I was raised in obscurity. One year of college, and I thought I was thoroughly educated. Made all kinds of mistakes galore. At age 25, the creditors are calling me saying, hey, you told us the check was in the mail. I got pennies in my pocket. I got nothing in the bank. I'm behind on my promises. How come I get a telephone call five years ago and it's worth millions? I changed. I changed. I turned my life around. 
Is it possible to become worth millions? Speaking economically, now there's a lot of values to become, but let's just talk economics. Is it possible to become that valuable? And the answer is, of course, of course. Now let me give you the secret. Shelf said, here's the secret, Mr. Rohn. Learn to work harder on yourself than you do on your job. Once I got that, it turned my life around. Learn to work harder on yourself than you do on your job.